Hey y'all, you know what time it is. Time for another episode of your favorite podcast, Adulting Unscripted, and this is your breakdown. So we're gonna kick things off per usual with our highs and lows. I don't even know how to explain it all. I just remember seeing like, while I was at work, like on our message board, they were like, okay, hey, everybody just be on alert. Like there's an active shooter. Um, we're taking all the precautions. There's an investigation happening. So then it was like, then me, I was like, oh man, like let me message everybody that I know who might be near that situation and just make sure everyone that I know is fine. And even though I wasn't directly affected, I just feel like it's just always so senseless. Then we'll check on the progress we've made on those risks we took last episode. Wow, this is starting to feel real. Like, I'm really researching this. I'm really, like, reading about, oh, this, this class is called this, and this class is called this, and this class is called this. At this, I'm like, oh, like, I can't wait to learn all this stuff. Like, I'm, like, getting excited about it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this. So we're trying to get the ball rolling. And finally, we're going to talk a little bit this week about boundaries and compromising. When is too much? I feel bad. And then he's like, feel bad for what? For setting a boundary? And in my mind, I'm like, was that what I just did? <laughs> right. Was like, that a boundary? Like, or was I just being lazy? What are we saying right now? <laughs> was I, was I, is that what I did? <laughs> is that what I did? Right, right. <laughs> Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. back to another week of adulting unscripted where we're always unscripted a bit unconventional but mostly unbothered i'm your girl lady q and i'm your boy sam all right and i'm just ready to get started with another week how about all you right. yeah same here same here same here okay so as i'm sure you guys are ready to hear our highs and lows let's go ahead and get started do you want to start you want me to start i'll start okay I'll start. go ahead I feel like it's been a minute since i started yeah go ahead um okay so i'll start with my high because they kind of go in chronological order okay so for my high, um, I went to a wedding. Ooh, weddings um, are so fun. I know. Well, I'll get more, more on that later. <laughs> but I went to a wedding in Augusta, Georgia, my hometown. Yes. For um, a friend who I know. I think y'all may have met. But um, she does a 360 photo booth here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. her and her other friend. So I went to her wedding, um, but we actually met in seventh grade when she was the new student Aww. in my class. Yeah. And we've been friends ever since. We actually like lived together at one point. In fact, I'm sure y'all have met because I feel like you came to my house when I lived with her. Um, but yeah, so she had a wedding back in Augusta. It was really nice, but... It wasn't really a wedding, though. That's the thing. But more on that mm. later. Okay. Part, of, part of what makes I'm it intrigued. a high. <laughs> like, yeah. I know. I was, too. Because I like this whole time. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to a wedding. Anyways. So this whole time. Um, sorry. But the part of what makes it a high for me is that I went with my boyfriend. And so oh. it was his first time coming to Augusta. Um, Cute. Which I was really happy about because he always talks shit about my hometown. <laughs> But he's never been there. So Why like, do you talk shit then? I don't understand. I don't because he's like, oh, you're from like, because I'm like, oh yeah, like, well, you know, I'm like from like the city of Augusta is what I'll say sometimes or whatever. And he's like, it's not a city. It's not a city. And I'm like, is it not? 
It is. Okay. <laughs> but it's not like a metro, like a major metropolitan city like okay. here is. But okay. it's it's big enough to be considered a city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, he's like, you're from like a town. And then he like starts making all these jokes about it being like podunk. And this, I'm like, what do you think? It's just like tumbleweeds and cows roaming around. Like that is not what Augusta <laughs> is. Like the Masters is there for God's sakes. You know, like that's the Super Bowl of golf. Like it's if it's big enough to host that, obviously. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and it's a metro area. You know what Stop I mean? Playing. Like there's they're like even I say I'm from Augusta. I'm not really from Augusta. Like my parents lived in Martinez. I went to school in Evans, but you just say Augusta. Same if like, you know, you maybe, I don't know, went to school in Decatur, but when somebody outside of Metro Atlanta asks you, you say I'm from Atlanta. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like yeah. it's this, it's the same thing. Anyways. But he actually really did like it. Okay. Um, good. so he can <laughs> eat his words. Um <laughs> And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. My parents really liked him. So that was good. My friends really liked him. So that was good, too, because he was kind of nervous about that. But everything was good. Um, As far as the wedding not being a wedding. So we went with we stayed at my best friend Aaliyah's house and um, we're like getting ready for this wedding. And we're like we get there and we're like rushing because like, of course, niggas, we were like, we're going to be late. But we're like, I mean, I'm sure like a lot of people at the wedding are going to be late because it's, you know, a black wedding <laughs> um, and weddings just in general don't start on time. Right. So we're like, OK, we're going to go. So then we get there and we're like, it's in this pavilion and it's like downstairs. They're like, are you here for the wedding or the birthday party? And we're like, we're here for the wedding. And they're like, OK, you're going to be downstairs. So we're like, OK, so we go downstairs and it's like tables all set up and it looks like what the wedding reception would look like Mm -hmm. you know like it was really nice but it's just like how is like this doesn't look like someone's about to like walk down an aisle like where's the aisle like you know what I (laughs) mean like it was like whatever and then so (laughs) it was so funny because we're greeted by the bride's mom my friend's mom and she's like, hey, Sam, hey. And then my friend Aaliyah, and she's like, hey, like, is this where the wedding's going to be? And then the mom is like, Dominican Republic? What? <laughs> and we're like, what? Are you <laughs> what, did, like, what? What did you think right, she said? Right. So like, Answer with that. Like, yeah. what are you doing? What? <laughs> so we're like, what? And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, this is just the wedding celebration. So by them saying wedding celebration, what they were saying was, I think that she's already married. They already got oh. married. And then I think they're going to have like a big ceremony like okay. in the Dominican Republic <laughs> later. This is just like a celeb- to celebrate the new couple. I got it. I got it. Yeah. To celebrate that there was a wedding. That makes sense. <laughs> that ce- makes sense. Celebration of a wedding. Not, not the wedding. a wedding. <laughs> yeah. Not a wedding okay. celebration. Or quite literally a wedding celebration. I don't know. It was very misleading. <laughs> and then me and my friends were like, we honestly, we could have been late to this. You know, <laughs> like, not, we okay. were like rushing to get here. But no, no, no. It was really fun. We danced. <laughs> we ate. Um, it was an open bar. Yeah, they're doing um, yeah. for this yeah. celebration of a wedding. they just did like a little toast as a couple. <laughs> and then they cute. like did their little like remarks. They had their first dance. And then my friend did a dance with her line sisters. Um, she's an AKA. And so then her and her line sisters did a, um, a stroll. And then they served food and opened the dance floor. It was fun. Wow. Okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. Even though it wasn't a wedding, it still sounds like <laughs> a fun <laughs> event to go to and, and be a part of. So yeah. And your boyfriend got to meet your family and your friends. So I think that's. Mm-hmm. 
I think I still would just be still looking at it, just a little sideways, like, so wait, no, you definitely advertised this like I was coming, so what? <laughs> right, had a registry and like, all this Not stuff. Not a registry. Right? Yeah. What? Excuse me. You already got married. You missed it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, it is what it is. But yeah, it was cute. <laughs> okay. It was cute. Okay, so you said it's in chronological order, so what's the low? Is it something to do with that? Um, n- No. So okay. the low is I, so we had a great time in Augusta. I was there for like four days, which is longer Ooh. than I ever get to go home. But with me being in between, like my, my next assignment hasn't started. Yeah. I was like, why not? And my boyfriend could get the time off. So we left on a Friday. We came back on a Monday. It was just so nice. And um, yeah. And so when I got home, though... I, like, went upstairs, like, put my bags down, and I really had to pee, like, Mm -hmm. super bad. So I, like, ran up the stairs to go use the bathroom, and I'm peeing. I go to wash my hands, and I see, like, 30 ants (gasps) just, like, all around my sink and on the sink counter. And the bathroom. Like, I could understand the kitchen. I would still be grossed out. No, not even But, like... There's no food in there, baby. There's nothing but chemicals and like toilet paper. Like, oh, what God. are you? What are y'all doing in the bathroom? Like, How'd what could possibly there? attract y'all other than maybe some dried up toothpaste? What could possibly attract you to the bathroom to be out here this deep? Right. Like having a whole family reunion at the on the <laughs> kitchen sink. I mean, on the bathroom sink. Like, I can't. Like, I was disgusted. My skin literally crawled. And then I realized that my roommate had put out an ant trap. So, like, obviously, they were all coming out because they were flocking to, like, the mm-hmm. ant trap. Because, oh, you know, it's, like, the sweet okay. bait stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that really grossed me out. Um, and so then, like, the next day, it was still really bad. So I had recently before that had an ant problem in my room, mm-hmm. which I could kind of understand because I did have, like, a lot of, like, empty, like, juice bottles and, like, cups and things like that, like, on my nightstand because mm-hmm. I was just being lazy. Um so I was like, okay, like, obviously, this is what they're here for. You know what I mean? So I got rid of all that stuff, and I had bought some stuff to make my own homemade ant traps. Mm-hmm. But then once I got rid of all that stuff, I sprinkled some bay leaves around my room because it's safe for animals. You know, have cats, and they, they're they very curious. Um, so I sprinkled bay leaves around my room, and the, the ants just went away. Like, after I cleaned up all the stuff and put the bay leaves out, like, I crumbled the bay leaves, put it in my windowsill, put some behind my nightstand, and I never saw them again. Um, yes, yeah, super simple fix. Go for home remedy, though. Yeah, this seriously. Love the DIY moment. And so they were fine, but in the bathroom, I was just like, it was just so many of them, obviously, because the ant trap. But uh, the next day, they were still there. Like, some of them got in the ant trap, but then the rest of them were kind of just, like, exploring. And so I did use my homemade remedy of um my solution and i soak cotton balls and set it around the bathroom and they flock to the cotton balls and then it like doesn't kill them instantly but like the ants that come out that you see are like the worker ants mm-hmm. so they go out and they forage and they find food and they take it back to the colony so they ingest it or whatever and they take it and carry it back and so it kills them like within a 24 to 48 hours so they have a long they're alive long enough to make it back to the colony okay and then feed it to the other ants oh, so damn. you're not just killing them you're killing everybody <laughs> damn yeah, genocide. it's a homicide. <laughs> Hom- homicide, genocide. Yeah, genocide. <laughs> Seriously. R.I.P. Hey. R.I.P. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't have been in the house anyway, so I'm right. sorry. Honestly, I'm sorry for you and that man, but point. like, you know? You know? Seriously. Honestly, that, that wasn't. Uh, you committed the first crime, which was trespassing. <laughs> so. Sorry, babe. You got to do the time. Forever. Oh, man. Well, damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that was my low because it was just like really stressful and really gross. And then like the solution that I make too, it's, um, I mean, I can tell you what it is. It's really easy. It's just like a little bit of borax. Um, you get, well, you get hot water, mm-hmm. you get sugar, mm-hmm. like half a cup of sugar and you boil it. You add borax and you like obviously let it cool down so you don't burn yourself, but you just like, or just, it doesn't even have to be like boiling. You just need it to dissolve the contents and then you just put it like to the side and you soak cotton balls in it and you just lay the cotton balls wherever the ant infestation is. Mm. And the ants are attracted to the sugar, but the borax is what kills them, mm-hmm. but they're not going to be attracted to the borax on its own. They're just going to bypass it. Right. But the sugar, they are going to go to the cotton ball because it's sweet and sticky. And so then they go up to that and they're ingesting the borax with it because it's mixed in. And then they take that back and feed it to everyone and then they all die slowly. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's super easy. The borax was like $7. So, yeah, it's a really cheap, like, affordable fix. Um, And obviously, I already have sugar and water at home. (laughs) And had I known, my roommate actually washes her clothes with borax. She was like, I could have just gave you some. And I was like, damn, well, I wish I would have known that. Everything already there. So, like, about how much did the borax cost, I guess, because... Like, seven bucks. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, and it's, like, a big box. And, I mean, obviously, I can use it to wash my clothes and stuff. Right, (laughs) multi-purpose. But, oh, yeah, I was saying it was, like, kind of stressful because, like, borax is slightly toxic to, like, animals, so I had Mm. to, like, make sure the bathroom door stayed closed, like, at all times. And I was super nervous because me and my one of my roommates share a bathroom. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times in the middle of the night, like, he'll get up to pee. And, you know, in the middle of the night, you're not thinking, you know? And I leave my door halfway open so my cats can come in and out throughout Mm -hmm. the night. And so I was, like, super nervous he was going to forget and, like, leave it open and they were going to go sniffing around it and then, like, have diarrhea or start throwing up or something. And I just... No one has time for that. Okay. Especially (laughs) because most of the house is carpet and, like, they have a knack for, like, having bodily mishaps on the most inconvenient places. You know what I mean? Like, the bed (laughs) or the carpet. And it's just, like, you couldn't pick a wipeable surface, you know? Something easy. But yeah, so that does it for me for highs and lows Okay. this week. Okay, well, all in all, I will say, I mean, I don't think the low is too bad. At least you got rid of them. Yes. So, and wait, so before we move on, about how long did you say that take that took? It took about two days. Well, his method, when I came home, I don't know how long he had been trying. Okay. But when I started, it took about two days. Like, by the first day, most of them were dead. And then, like, after the first day, and then so that second day, I, like, cleaned up the dead ones. I put some more cotton balls out because mm-hmm. I saw a few live ones, like, running around. And I didn't want to, like, kill them because I want them to eat the stuff and, you Take know. It to the colony, yeah. Yeah, so I would say, but after the second day, I don't think I saw any more. Okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Okay, so I guess that means it's my turn now to go through my highs and lows for the week. Um, So, let me think. I was debating on this one because I went on a work trip recently where, you know, the company paid for my flight and the hotel and all my food and right. stuff. Right. How was it? Which that was cool, I guess. Um I, I went somewhere I'd never been to. I went to Minnesota and I'd never been there before. Um it was the, the office was really beautiful. It was cool to meet the people in person, you know, cuz it's it's different when you have to t- talk to people online and you just kind of see like one photo of them all the time and you see them in person. It's mm-hmm. it's very different, but it's it's nice. Um, I tried some food I had never tried before. Like I ordered DoorDash a couple nights, and I was like, okay, let me try something different. Let me not get what I always get. Like let me not just get Chipotle. So I tried a few different things. It was very disappointing. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> you said disappointing. Yeah, it was disappointing. Oh my god, sorry, um, they just registered. <laughs> Why was it was not good? It just oh. wasn't good. Do you think it's because you didn't eat it like hot and fresh off the stove? Like it had to travel in the car before it got to you, or you think nah? No, just... I don't think it was that because the food was still warm. Okay. It was still warm when I got it, and it just like I ordered pot stickers from this one place, and they were so like they just felt like they weren't cooked long enough. And then I also got some ramen from this other place and I just was like, okay, I'm not feeling it. It just was not, it was not giving what it needed to give. The Sprite that I ordered gave what it needed to give. But other than that, nothing else did. So y'all got the Sprite right. Y'all cooked that right. (laughs) I was disappointed. (laughs) Um, But I wouldn't even say that the trip was the highlight because I was low-key ready to come home. So then when I came home, (laughs) I would say the highlight of my week was I watched the Shonda show Queen Charlotte oh I don't know God. if you guys have so much about it. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet but if you have not watch it it's it's great like I binged the whole thing in two days it would have been one day except I started late so yeah I just finished it yesterday it was so 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 good it was so so steamy I was I had to like clutch my pearls a couple times like whoa wait a minute now Shonda wait a minute <laughs> I didn't expect all this to be happening right now well I feel like in Bridgerton I've only seen the first one but I feel like they would stay at having sex I mean yes they did but <laughs> but I would say like the by the time they got to the was it the second season I think so the second season there wasn't as much okay I didn't and, watch the second and, one. and with this one with Queen Charlotte I was just kind of like I didn't think there was going to be that much either for some reason, but once they got to it, they were getting to it. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, damn girl. Okay. Go ahead. Like there was one scene where they were like on the, I don't want to spoil it, but there was like one scene where they were at the dining room table and I was just like, Oh my God. Like, Whoa. The, people are around. So anyway, it was just so good. And I just enjoyed it so much. And I also, so <laughs> I don't know if you guys also watched the uh, Selena show that Netflix put out. It came out maybe a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I actually started I watching it, it a couple years ago. But when I got down to like the last two episodes in the series, I was like, I'm not ready, even though I know what happens. Right. <laughs> I was just like, I'm not ready to see her like take it out like that. So I, I put it to the side. I stopped watching it for over a year because <laughs> I haven't watched it since I was at the last house. Yeah. And that was well over a year ago. Um, but then I was scrolling through my Netflix and I saw it again and I was like, you know what? I think I'm finally ready to watch these last two episodes. <laughs> so I finally finished it. I had a good little cathartic cry because mm-hmm. it was just so sad and just so sad that her life was cut so short and she was so talented, like over some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Over because you're being trusting over some, some bitch who's trying to <sighs> anyway. Girl, be your own people. You know? Be your own people, honey. The the head of your fan club. Talking about, I would never hurt my best friend. Ma'am, you shot her. You killed her. What are you talking about? Right. After you were stealing from her. After you years. were stealing from her. Like, what are you talking? Right. Yol- Yolanda. Girl, right. be fucking for real. Right. So anyway, I just. I, Electric I, chair. <laughs> <laughs> except no, I think she's eligible, eligible for parole in like two years. She better be real careful because people are still mad. We have not. Yeah, forgotten. we have not forgotten. Okay, I know this happened back in '95 when I was three, but like a bitch is still mad. Right. Um. But yeah, so I just would say the highlight has just been watching some really great television. Um. Recently, it's just been so entertaining, and I've and I've been able to go through a range of emotions. So I feel like it's nice mm. when you can have that release of emotions sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then for my low, I would definitely have to say was the shooting so while i was out of town here here in atlanta yeah, yeah okay there was a uh, a shooting incident it was near like where i usually would be at work 
Um, it was near where my sister works. Um, just, and it was just like, I just, I don't even know how to explain it all. I just remember seeing like, while I was at work, like on our message board, they were like, okay, hey, everybody just be on alert. Like there's an active shooter. Um, we we're taking all the precautions. There's an investigation happening. So then it was like, then me, I was like, oh man, like let me message everybody that I know who might be near that situation and just make sure everyone that I know is fine. And even though I wasn't directly affected, I just feel like it's just always so senseless and so sad. And, and a person had to lose their life and four other people had to be injured because of whatever this man was going through. Yeah. It and, is sad. and I think they were saying like he needed medication and he was denied it. And so then he started open firing, but like, why did you bring this gun to the hospital with you in the first place or to this appointment or wherever you were? Like, Mm-hmm. Just it just seems so senseless, and yeah, I just I don't know. Yeah, there's it's so okay. I have I feel like we just opened a can of worms, so <laughs> forgive me. But there's so much around that conversation that needs to be had. As in, why is it that easy for people to get a to gun? access a gun? Exactly. Exactly. You know, why? That's one talking point. Another thing, question we need to be asking is: This man apparently like was like in the military or ex-military or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. And I don't know if he actually like served in combat, but either way, that's extremely triggering. Yep. And it's extremely, like, it takes an effect on your psyche. It does. And they have to literally condition you to, like, be okay with killing people and doing that, like, for maybe days, for months at a time if you're in war. Like, you, they have to mentally break you to, like, condition you to, to be like that. Mm-hmm. So that in itself, that's another conversation I think that needs to be had. And also mental health in general, but also people with mental health, certain mental health um, limitations or, you know, struggles don't need to be able to, to get be a gun in, get a gun or maybe even be enlisted or enlist themselves in the military like there should be some type of psych evaluation i don't know if there is but if if there isn't there needs to be one and if there is y'all need to make it stricter or something right. because or seriously make it more vigorous like or even if even if he didn't have any mental issues before he went into the military like there needs to be some sort of evaluation, evaluation once they're getting out like yeah. okay You've seen Honestly, some shit. while they're still in it. Yeah, like, you've seen some stuff. You are probably heavily affected by this. We mm-hmm. need to make sure you're okay. And if you're not okay, we need to be able to provide you the resources to help you get better or yeah. help you get back to a place where you feel like you're okay. And I, I just feel like that's sorely lacking. Like, that's, they just let him out and be like, all right, good luck, bye. So this next part part is related to that, and then it's also related to another incident that I don't know if you heard about. But, um, so... You were saying, like, you know, when you get out, you need to, like, kind of have, like, a mental health evaluation. Yeah, and it needs to happen throughout like it. A I have a friend something. from Germany, and he was, when he came to visit us in America, when I was living in Columbus, he came and he stayed at my house. He really wanted to shoot a gun. He was so excited because in Germany, like, you know, you don't, they don't just walk around with fucking guns. And we should not either. Right, Ugh, exactly. Because that shouldn't just be a normal thing, but whatever. I digress. And he was, like, really wanted to shoot a gun, really wanted to shoot a gun. So one of my fr- my other friends, like, took him out and, like, let him shoot a gun in the woods or whatever on some country boy shit, whatever. <laughs> and so, um, obviously, I didn't go because I don't like guns. But um, he was saying how, like, one thing that he thinks is really interesting is that in Germany versus in America, um, he was saying how, like, if a police officer has to use their gun – whether they killed someone or not, they have to have like a whole trial and a mm-hmm. hearing mm-hmm. saying like, why did you use your gun? Was it like, 
necessary mm-hmm. are you okay and then they get a paid leave what no matter what the outcome is they get like a paid leave you know d- depending on how severe their trial went or whatever mm-hmm. and he was wow. like and in america it's like an officer shoots someone and it just goes to work the next day and i was like that is fucking crazy like that's insane how that to me i never thought about that that's yeah. normal as fuck like you should not even feel if you felt like your life was in danger to the point where you even had to think about using your gun you do not need to go to the work the next day you know that's traumatizing as fuck it is you know what i mean and i was watching some i i was i don't remember what the name of the show was but i think it was like a harlan corbin show that he like produced for netflix or something and it i don't remember what country it's based in but i think it was somewhere in europe and it was like a crime show so there was crime happening and i just remember watching it and i was looking at the police and i was like something looks so off about them like what something's missing like what's going on and i was just like oh none of them have guns none none of these police officers have guns and they're dealing with like um, it was like a murder or something and i'm like okay how are they gonna do this and why don't they have guns and that just was like Mm-hmm. that's not something that they had. It's not like something that they felt that they needed, even though it was a murder that they were trying to solve. I was just like, that's so wild. Yeah. But it's also shows me that, Hey, you don't maybe yeah. need this. Yeah. You know, There's if other countries other are able to, to yeah, handle the situation without guns and yeah. we could too, if we, if we wanted to. Yeah. So, the the reason why I was saying like this is tied into the second part about how you should be able to fire a gun and go to work the next day. So on Thursday of last week, you probably didn't hear about it. I don't know if you were out of town already by then. But I was Thurs- flying back into town. Okay, Thursday of last week, right before I went to the wedding, because mm-hmm. I left on Friday. So the day before that, you know that gas station right there, walking distance from my house? Mm-hmm. There was a shooting. <gasps> mm-hmm. The gas station was closed down. That road was closed down for like the whole day. It happened, and it happened... At like around noonish, do do they know why? Do they know like apparently situation? a man was walking down the street on Moreland mm-hmm. and was seen loading a gun. <gasps> so I guess someone called the authorities. What? So the police confronted him and he ran into that gas station, according to the story on the internet. He ran into that gas station and that gas station. I don't know if you've ever been in there, Mm-mm. but they have like you know that that plexiglass, like that yeah. bulletproof whatever glass, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. So you have to go around through like a, a door. There's mm-hmm. a door on the side by like their soda machine. So he gets somehow. I guess he like orders them to open it, or maybe they didn't have it locked. He gets behind there. He's trying to get the money out the register. As he's trying to get the money out the register, the police officer then police officers then surround the building. Oh my god! Um, this is like. I walked to that store, especially now that I don't have a car. You know how many times I've walked to that store? Or how many times I've walked to the Kroger and I have to walk right past it? Not to mention, the store is right here, right there, right across from it on the other side. That's a preschool. Like, luckily, I'll get into that in a minute. But anyways, so then apparently when the police officers surround the building, they ask him to come outside. He opens fire Mm -mm. in the store. Doesn't kill anyone. Doesn't hurt anyone. Thank the Lord. He comes outside. And the police officers try to tell him to drop his weapon. He shoots at them. <gasps> Sir, he it's mi- over for you. He misses and he hits, like, I think a police car. And so they shoot back at him. He They hit him, but it's not like a fatal shot. And he falls to the ground mm-hmm. outside, right? So now, like, they're by the gas pumps. He falls. They ask him to drop his weapon again. And instead, he, like, leans back up and shoots at them again. What? Sir. Yes. And Sir. then at that point. You have a death wish. Yeah, at that point, then they shot back at him, and I think he was dead on the scene, but, you know, they have to put send, send you to the hospital anyway. Um, so they sent him, I guess, to Grady or wherever they sent him, and um, 
Yeah, and he was pronounced dead, but wow. that happened right there. And one girl, I have like a ring light, so there's like uh, or a ring doorbell. Mm-hmm. So there's like an app where if like you see suspicious behavior, you can upload the footage from your ring doorbell. Or if like you know you just notice something, you can text. It's like a community app as mm-hmm. well. So someone was like, "Oh my god, my daughter goes to that preschool right across the street." She was like, "I'm so happy it was raining today because the kids are inside." And I was thinking, every time I've walked past that preschool, there's kids outside. Every time. Every time. It doesn't matter what time. If I walk to Kroger at 9 a.m., if I walk to Kroger at at noon, like, they're always, or at 2 p.m., like, they're always out there. And I was like, damn, that is so fucking crazy. Like, just, it's just, it's wild. And the fact that that happened, like, literally on my street. Yeah, and uh, it's just getting too close to home. It's like, normally, I feel like I hear about these stories and, they're in other states and other places and I just and I I care about them I'm, I'm obviously very much like you know affected by the tr- senseless tragedy of it all but it just feels a little bit different when it's in your backyard you know or when it's like down the street from your job or down yeah. the street from your house yeah. it just feels like wow it's yeah. Uh, yeah the active shooter that you were talking about literally is like the same block or a block away um the hospital where it happened at he uh where my boyfriend works and his building was on lockdown. My sister too. I texted her. I was like, you know, are you, are you anywhere near this? Like, you know, what's going on? She was like, well, they think he's like a few minutes away from here. We're on lockdown. We're sheltering in place. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm glad you're okay, but I'm going to just keep checking on you periodically because I'm, you know, out of town. I'm, I'm nowhere near. And I just feel, I want to know everyone's okay. Um, but so yeah, that was definitely the low for my week. Just having to, deal with that yeah well i'm sorry i mean <laughs> I feel like that was a collective low yeah you yeah know, at least for people in atlanta <laughs> um but okay all right so let's take a deep breath everyone yes. <sighs> right all right so on to something a little bit more positive yes, a little bit lighter a little bit lighter so i thought we should do a progress report okay um on a little bit revisit of last week, which if you guys haven't checked out last week's episode, make sure to do, do so. Go, go right um, now. Stop it right now and right. go listen to it. And then come and back. And then come back. <laughs> come back to, to right here. Um, so we were talking about risk and uh, actually doing it, taking mm-hmm. the plunge, the leap yep. of faith, you know, the wheel of fortune. Yes. Um, all of that good stuff. <laughs> I was low-key quoting Circle of Life. <laughs> You like from Lion King? Yeah, it's a leap of faith. It's a wheel of fortune or something. It's a leap of faith. It's the veil of hope. So we find our place. <laughs> I don't think I ever actually like knew those lyrics. Yeah. Except just like the, it's the same. Like the main part. Yeah, yeah that's the part leading up to it. Um, okay, so um, how's it been going? Have you... Okay. Have you heard anything? Have you done anything new? Um, so I don't know what I, I don't remember exactly what I divulged in the last episode, but I know I was talking about how I was going to submit my voiceover reel to an, uh, an agency and I was going to try and put my profile up on Fiverr. So I did both of those things. So I'm happy about that I actually did them. I haven't made much progress. I will say on Fiverr, I've gotten like two people will reach out to me, but I'm pretty sure they were scammers. Um, just trying to get you to do free work as everyone will warn you that will happen. So, um, aside from that, I haven't, mu- I haven't heard too much back from anyone, but I'm also very much aware, like we said before, it's, it's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. It's only been, I think 
officially two weeks since I set it all up. I don't expect things to happen overnight or really quickly. So I'm just in it for the long haul, you know? So I'm just happy that I went ahead and made that step. I think my next step is going to just be like, okay, now that I've put it up, now it's time for me to update it. So it sounds like it's the best quality it can be and that it has the best material that it can have just so I can start to get some traction. But I'm still just proud that I made that first initial step because that takes that. I mean, I I spent years just kind of being like, oh, it's I'm not ready. I don't want I want it to be perfect. And now I'm just like, no, let's just make some steps forward. Mm -hmm. So happy about that. But not too much to report. Have you thought about um, promoting it? Um, Promoting like, hey, you guys, just so y'all know, I do do this work. Maybe like finding like facebook community groups or like things like like little niche places that like are specifically into that kind of thing you know what i mean yeah um i have not i've thought about it but i have not actually gone ahead and promoted anything um just because i feel like i want to get at least maybe one customer through maybe the site and just to get like a positive review on it under my belt and then i'll feel like i'll be confident enough to promote but yeah, it's definitely something in the back of my mind, like something I'm thinking about and something I'm like contemplating. Okay. Got you. Yep. I do think you should do it, but <laughs> just like in the spirit of taking risks. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, if not you, then who? If not now, then when? True. True that. True that. So I, I just personally, that's just my opinion, but you know, take it or leave it. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, good. Good, so, good, good. Yeah. So good things. I have things to report. Go. Yes. Um, Let's hear it. So as y'all know, because you've stopped the episode and went back and listened to <laughs> <laughs> Risky Business, the episode right before this, um, I am looking to go to school for counseling, yes. um, getting my master's so that I can become a counselor and one day hopefully become a like full-blown licensed therapist, which now I'm like, I don't even know if there's a difference anymore or if it's just what you want to call yourself. I don't know. It's probably like a licensing thing. Yeah. So I'm like been doing research and honestly, sometimes my brain gets so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is so much information that I'm like (laughs) trying to like figure out, okay, I need to do this. And then it like, oh, there's this branch. And then like, okay, cool. Like how much it's going to cost. And then I start seeing those numbers, child. And I'm like, (sighs) listen, when I was applying to college, like undergrad I didn't really care because yeah. it was hopes I had hope scholarship first of all mm-hmm. you know you remember hope mm-hmm. still do oh hope? yeah I I would hope so I, I would hope so <laughs> I would too hope so. right because if it wasn't for hope honey <laughs> listen ooh, the student loans that I owe would be would probably be doubled or tripled right um so I what am I saying? Sorry, y'all got a little distracted. I'm trying to make sure my so technology is functioning. <laughs> you were looking at the numbers and not Yeah, and I'm hope. like, Lord, like this is so expensive. Luckily, one thing is I have a, another friend, Summer. You guys know Summer, friend of the show from season one, I think. Yeah. Um, and Summer has also been kind of contemplating doing the same thing mm-hmm. with a therapy and counseling. Um, and nice. yeah, he was telling me about how like there are so many like resources he was talking to someone he knows and he, they were saying like there's a really big need especially for black therapists especially for black men men therapists in general but then being black on top of mm-hmm. it then being queer on top of it and they were like there's gotta be like tons of of scholarships and grants and things yeah. that would be happy to give you money because like you're such a marginalized you know you belong mm-hmm. to such a marginalized community so like i'm really looking into tapping into that too i'm just trying to right now i've kind of gotten some a couple schools that i've really been looking at and i'm just trying to 
figure out what works best for me. You know what I mean? Like, do I want to do this online? Do I want to do a hybrid situation? Do I want to do this in person? I don't want to do it online. I already know the answer to that. But honestly, like I called my cousin because she's a licensed therapist. She has her own practice in Mm -hmm. Florida and just tried to get some information from her. And she was like, you need to make sure they have this type of accreditation because if if they don't, if it's a program that doesn't have this, this specific accreditation, um, then people are not going to take it seriously. It's going to be way harder to get a job. Um, and then you're probably going to have to go back and study to get that, like under an institution that does have that accreditation. Oh, wow. Um, you know, cause it, it's like a, one of those career fields where like there's a board and like, mm-hmm. like there's certain ranks that you need to be taken seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be like, I don't know. I went to this shitty ass like school that, taught me some shit about nursing like put me like let me work at your hospital you know what I mean like you need like accredited things yes you know what I mean um so yeah so I've been doing that I've been doing doing the work I've been diving into it and I will say while it is a lot of information and it is making me kind of like overwhelmed at times Mm -hmm. I just take a break and I play video games and I go back to it and I actually I'm kind of having fun. Like, I'm getting excited. Okay. I'm like, wow, this is starting to feel real. Like, I'm really researching this. I'm really, like, reading about, oh, this, this class is called this, and this class is called this, and this class is called this. At this, I'm like, oh, like, I can't wait to learn all this stuff. Like, I'm, like, getting excited about it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this. So we're trying to get the ball rolling. Yes. I love this so much. Um, Something that I feel like I want to get the ball rolling on, two things, actually. So, one, I know I've talked about is my YouTube channel. I went ahead and like I been went ahead and got the name that I wanted so that no one else could take it right, and all I that stuff. This. So what I want to do is just put out a video. Um, I'm nervous about that because I don't know. I've never put out a YouTube video. I want it to obviously. I feel like I want it to be at at a certain standard, but I also know that I don't know what I'm doing. So I have to be willing to. I don't want to say put out less than the standard that I wanted at, but sort of, you know, like I got, I kind of got to be willing to just put it out, even if it's not perfect. Yeah. So I do, I think what I want to give myself the goal of is by the next time we have our next episode, I'll have had at least one video posted to my YouTube channel. Ooh. That way it gives me a deadline. It gives me something to Mm -hmm. work towards. um, Cause I need that. I need that kind of structure. Yeah. If I don't have that, then it's just kind of like a vague idea in my mind that one day I'll get to. So no, none of that. I'm giving myself this deadline right now. The next time we record, so that gives us a week at the earliest. Um, I mean, that's what helped me because you told me you're like, all right, I'm going to check on you next week and see what what you've done. Yeah. If it was not for that, if it was not for my fear of disappointing you, (laughs) I would not have done any of that. See, so that's a good thing. We're keeping (laughs) each other accountable. So that's what I'm saying right here, right now. Like, yes. By the time we record next, I will have a video posted. I don't know what movie I'm going to review. I don't know. Um, or you could do like a, a welcome to my channel. This is what I do. <laughs> I thought about that, you know, because I didn't plan to have my face on camera. Right. Um, and I did think about doing sort of an intro video. Um, I don't know if I want to. I kind of I feel like I just want to just jump in okay work and be like let's go let's just get this is what it's gonna be <laughs> this is what you can expect yeah. so let's see if you like it um <laughs> so wait the people are not gonna know what you look like no okay i mean I, maybe they might eventually if i get big enough and i start getting sponsors or whatever and i have to do those little weird ads in the middle of my video <laughs> yeah. then they'll finally see me and they can be like oh 
she doesn't look anything like I thought she looked like. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like that's how it always, I always feel when I finally see somebody who has a faceless YouTube channel and I see them, I'm always like, Mm-mm. I had a different <laughs> vision of you in my mind. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and make that progress. And then the second thing, I recently signed up for this pole dancing class. They have, um, it's a three-week intro course uh-huh. where you can take like unlimited pole. They have aerial silks and they have... Um, like these hoops. I don't know what the hoops are called. Is it pink pole? No, it's oh. Polates. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So, um, I'm excited for that. Now I was trying to look at classes and of course they're all booked up and full. So I'm like, well, damn, when am I going to actually be able to join any of these classes? But I'll keep looking and I'll join the wait lists and hopefully somebody will drop out. But yeah, so that's just a, a three week intro course, but I'm hoping that I really enjoy it and that it's something that I stick to or something that I like, Yeah, you know, I used to want to do pole dancing so bad and I like downloaded the app. They used to have this special on Tuesdays. I convinced like this girl from my job to do it with me and she actually started going and I like the one, the the first time I was going to meet her, I like fell asleep (laughs) and then the next time, like I just forgot what happened and then eventually like, you know, after a certain, like you lose momentum if you never actually start doing it. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what happened, but let me know because maybe I'll like, it'll repeak my interest. Okay. Because I feel like it's such a good workout. Right. I do, too. And I did it once for my friends. She had, like, a birthday party where they had just, like, this little, I guess, intro beginners class or whatever. Um, and it was so much fun. Mm. It was so much fun. It was it was quite hard because <laughs> it takes a lot of upper body strength and a lot of, like, core strength, too. And I just – it was more difficult than it looks. They make it look so easy. Yeah, they do. So graceful. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely a sport. And those are definitely athletes. So I'm excited. And hopefully I'll get some classes soon and I can report back and let you know how that goes. Okay. I'll be waiting patiently to hear and excited, waiting enthusiastically. Yes. So. All right. Well, that was great. Yeah. Um, uh, a recap. Catch up. Not, yeah. 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 Um, all right. So we've got about 20 minutes. So this week I thought we could talk about... Um, I don't know if it's like two top. I feel like it's one topic, just like different tiers of the same topic, mm-hmm. but basically just about compromise and boundaries mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. Those are just words that just kind of popped in my head for the week. Um, and that can be in any sense, like for yourself or in a romantic relationship or for your job, like professionally. Cause I feel like that's an area where I have to compromise a lot. Um, that I don't want, it's almost like an obligation sometimes, but (laughs) it, at the end of the day, it really is a compromise because I don't have to be here. You know what I mean? What what are you saying? Like I can always quit. Like I can always not work here. (laughs) That's my, uh, that's always an option. I'm looking compromising myself (laughs) by being here for (laughs) y'all. So please don't ask me my happiness. Yeah. Don't ask me to compromise mm -hmm. anything else. But no, yeah, like just compromising and boundaries. <laughs> and I don't know. I know sometimes it's hard for me to draw boundaries. Yeah. Sometimes it's really easy for me to draw boundaries because I think at the end of the day, I always know what I want and mm-hmm. what I don't want. But I think I get so scared that I'm being like so unfair and like just so uncompromising. And it's like, you got to bend a little. But do you? I don't know. I mean, so I thought yes, we could explore that together. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm totally down. Um. I, for me, I will say boundaries and setting boundaries is kind of hard. I think mostly because 
I'm trying to be a recovering people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Trying to get out of that because fuck these people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to just, but I am bad at that. Like I'm bad at setting boundaries. I'm bad at being like, yeah, this is what I'll accept. This is what I won't accept. Because me, I'm, I'll just, I'll just disappear. Like I said, I will go ghost. You'll just never see me again. I'll just. Mm-hmm. That's just how I set my boundaries. You know what I'm saying? I'm very much like okay. I I feel like I'm the type of person who will give people chances, multiple chances. And if you, you know, throw away, piss away all those chances that I'm giving you after a certain while, once I'm finally done with it, you just will never see me again. Mm-hmm. But that's not, I know that's not the healthiest way to approach things and it's probably not the best way to approach things. But yeah, that's currently how my boundary setting is going. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's going to always be like that? Do you want to change that? Do you um, not want, are you perfectly fine with it? I mean, right now I'm perfectly fine with it. It's never really done me wrong, but <laughs> I do want to change that. I mean, I do think I want to get to a point where I'm able to be like, you know, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to accept. Nothing less. And you can either get with it or get lost. I just... I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I guess I just need more practice, but then it's like, who am I going to practice setting boundaries with? What am I going to, what am I going to set boundaries about? What, what, I don't know. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think we set boundaries all the time and we just don't realize that that's what we're doing. Like sometimes like, okay, like, so for instance, obviously this is relationship but I think it can be applied anywhere. Like my boyfriend will be like, hey, um, you should, I don't know. I can't think of one now, obviously, because it's time for me to think of one. <laughs> but he'll like suggest something and I really don't want to do it. And then I'm like, okay, no, like I'll cave. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, no, like it's fine. Like we can go, mm-hmm. like we can do it. Like knowing good and Goddamn well, I just wanted to sit at home all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I had no, like, anticipation or desire of leaving my house. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I had no, no anticipation nor desire. <laughs> and here I am, like, agreeing to it because I feel like he wants to do yeah. it. You yeah, know? I get that. I get that. Yep. And I'm like, okay, like, Sam, you can't always just only do what you want to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you gotta, like, compromise a little bit. Like, you can't always just be like, mm, I don't want to, so now. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you gotta, like, I yeah, don't know. there's gotta be a line, like, because you, you also can't just always do what the other person wants you to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there's gotta be, like you said, there's gotta be that give and take. There's gotta be that compromise, but it just comes down to, I guess, knowing how to pick your battles. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And I'll eventually I'll be like, no, we can do it. Because I can hear like a little bit of disappointment in his voice because mm-hmm. he really wanted like me to go with him somewhere, or go to this restaurant or do whatever. And I don't I don't want to be in public. I don't want to be around people like yeah. I look a mess and I would love it. <laughs> I just want to stay a mess and like <laughs> privately in my room. Like, you know what I mean? I want to stay a mess. <laughs> like, I don't want to like get cute and like, you know what I mean? I feel like, you. No, I, I don't get it. I want to do that. That's a lot of energy. Like <laughs> For something I that move. I don't want to do. Right, exactly. You know? I didn't even plan it this is not on my calendar i need some advance notice this is the thing you right. can't just bring plans up on me 10 minutes before you want to do them like what are you right. talking about no so i was just like okay <laughs> so then but then i feel bad and then 
he'll be like, no, he's like, it's okay. It's okay. He's like, Sam, like, I see you all the time. Like, we'll do it another time. Like, it's fine. And I'm just like, no, no. He's like, I feel bad. And then he's like, feel bad for what? For setting a boundary? And in my mind, I'm like, was that what I just did? <laughs> right. Was like, that a boundary? Like, or was I just being lazy? What are you saying right now? <laughs> was I, was I, is that what I did? <laughs> Right, right. But I'm just like, maybe I did. Like, maybe I, maybe I'm not bad at this. Like, maybe I do know how to set boundaries, and I just don't realize I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's what that was. So that's what I choose to believe. So, all right. But I do think that we, you know, we do set boundaries and we ignore our own boundaries all the time. You know, for the sake of other people's comfortability. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and. I don't know. I, I think that's one thing I'm trying to work on is like not not only am I trying to work on not sacrificing because there's a difference between compromising and sacrificing. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to always sacrifice and I will make sacrifices, but they're sacrifices for a reason. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they've got to really be worth it. Not just because, like, I'm scared that you're going to be, like, slightly upset with me. Yeah. Or, like, your feelings are going to be a slightly hurt because you want me to do what you want me to do. Like, that's not a good reason. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to find that balance. And not only am I trying to find that balance, I'm trying not to feel bad about it once I, like, commit to it. Yeah. Because I hate feeling bad. Like, me too. You know what? Okay, it's fine. I'll do it. Or, like, oh, you don't, you, you, like, I have one friend who likes to hang out a lot. And sometimes I don't want to. Like, sometimes I'm nervous to even answer, like, the phone mm. or because I just know, like, you're going to want me to come out and do something and I don't want to. And if I tell you no, you're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until I tell you yes. Mm-hmm. And if I really stick down and say no, then you're like, but I haven't seen you in, like, a week, two weeks, da, da, da. It's like, okay, so? <laughs> like, And then I'll feel bad because they're trying to, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know if they're trying to make me feel like I'm being a bad friend or being negligent, but that's how I feel. Yeah. You know, I get that. I totally get that. And that actually reminded me of something that like every t- when I think about it and when I think and when it feel like it's actively happening, I- I'm always thinking I should, I should say no to this. I should not do this. I should be like, listen, no. And I'm going to give you the backstory. So I'm going to say it because she doesn't, I don't pretty sure she doesn't listen to the podcast. My sister, right? Okay. My sister, often asks me for money it's never like a large amount of money it's like usually like can i have five dollars or can i have ten dollars for gas or can i mm-hmm. i'm short three dollars my account's overdrawn blah 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 whatever it's never like she's never been like can i borrow three hundred dollars you know it's never anything like right, that right. it's always small but it happens often and and i'm always like in my mind i'm like you are not managing your money well Especially because it's just small amounts all the time. Right. It'd be different if every once in a while you were like, can I borrow $200? Like this unexpected bill came up. You know, right. that's one thing. But if it's constantly, can I borrow $3? Can I borrow $5? Can I borrow $2? Can I borrow a dollar? Like if it's constantly that, then I'm like, you're not managing your money well. And it's not that I don't necessarily have it to give to you, but I also don't want to. It's a hassle. Right. To go to like, I have I go to my account. I gotta like put in your number. I gotta like do the transfer, and then I gotta wait for you to give it back. You say you might give it back tomorrow, but what if you don't? What if you give it back three days later? And it's like, no, I want. I just wanted my money to get my money in my account. Right. But now I gotta wait on you to give it back whenever right. you get it. And I don't want to hound you about it because it's like it's two dollars. You ain't gonna live without two dollars. Right. But it's my two dollars. Right. The point. It's the principle. You know, it's the principle of the thing. But 
I'll have that whole internal conversation with myself. Like, no, she's not managing her money. Well, I should tell her no. So she can be like, get her shit together and, and, and figure it out for herself. But then I'm also like, no, but then I feel bad. So I'm like, well, she's my sister and it's not a lot of money. And she's always gives it back. Even right. if it's not like the next day, like she says, she always gives it back eventually. Mm-hmm. So then I'll end up caving and I'll be like, okay, yeah, here you go. I don't want to have a discussion about it. I don't want to be like, didn't you just borrow money from me yesterday? Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Right. So I cave and I give it to her and then the cycle just repeats. Right. And that's one that I know that I, every time it happens, I feel like I'm usually around one of three people and I usually am always like, oh my God, here she is asking me for money. And they're always like, you, she always asks you for money. I'm like, yeah, but what am I doing about it besides just giving it to her? Yeah. And what's going to change if I always just give it to her? Nothing. So I definitely understand the whole feeling bad about it about wanting to set that boundary and feeling mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I don't want to be a bad friend or I don't want to be a bad sister. Or, I don't want to be right seen as someone who doesn't care. So it's just, I don't know. It's tough, but I, I want to get to a point where eventually I'm like, listen, no. Yeah. No, you yeah. can't. And it's not because I don't have it. It's just because you can't. Yeah. And I think, and I, and I don't want to have to feel bad about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think too, part of, feeling bad is because like especially with me and like the friend I was talking about in comparison with like you and your sister or in tandem really is that it's because we've defined the relationship because before I every time you did that I would be like yeah okay fine I'll come out Mm -hmm. yeah like sure like I'll come drink with you sure I'll I'll go out to eat with you. I'll go do whatever it is that you want to do. And I know it's going to turn into us spending the entire day together, even though I did not want to Mm -hmm. do that. Um, It's going to turn into that because it's like every time I did it. So now it's like the expectation is for me to just always do it. And the reason why it feels uncomfortable. And I think at least for me, why I feel bad is because I'm having to redefine like hard redefine, like our relationship. And until you, it's redefined, then maybe that's when you'll get the point that like, okay, Sam is not my go-to person for this yeah, all the time. Exactly. You know, but it's like the reshaping of it all is uncomfy. It is. It <laughs> is. And I also feel like a lot of it has to do with just the way I view myself and mm. the way that like this, this, I guess, narrative that I have of who I am. And so I feel like I, I definitely need to do just a little bit of, or maybe a lot of self-work, just trying to make sure I know 100% who I am and what I'm willing to accept and what I'm willing, what I'm not willing to accept. Um, I feel like I, like we said, I cave a lot. I end up doing things just because I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to make them feel bad or I don't want to be perceived as a bad friend or a bad daughter or a bad sister, yada, yada, whatever. Right. Um, but I feel like I just need to get comfortable with like, that's okay if they feel like that in the moment, because that's not true. Right. Number one. Right. And number two, they'll respect you more. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't respect yes men. That's true. People don't respect people who just bend over backwards to do everything for them. Even though some, even though it might seem counterintuitive, like, oh, if I do everything for them, they'll love me. Like, right. often that's not the case. Right. That's very true. Often they're like, okay, great. She's a doormat who's going to do anything and everything I ask her to do. Yeah. She never says no. Yeah. And 
even if they don't think of you like as like oh a doormat i think at least at the very least they're take they they take you for granted yeah and i feel like taking people for granted is also a sign of them not respecting you mm-hmm. you know what i mean because when you respect somebody you don't take them for granted exactly you know what i mean so yeah i got work to do too yeah it, it's <laughs> hard it's hard to like i don't know try and redefine yourself or like mm-hmm. and, or or to yeah. try and see yourself in a new light of like no i'm i'm the type of person that does this 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 and this mm-hmm. when you're so used to being this type of person who did the complete opposite you know yeah um and i don't even know like how, I, I would say the best way would be to just start practicing but like <laughs> i think that's the only way oh, i yikes. mean how else how else <laughs> yikes because even with my friend like i still get a lot of pressure when i'd be like no like he texted me today, asked me what I was doing today, and I was like, oh, I'm about to start recording for my podcast, then I'm going to be doing research for school. And then he was like, okay. But, like, I've been practicing with him, mm-hmm. like, for a while, honestly. It's taken a long time of, like, me just, like, being adamant about being like, not today. I'm not doing that today. I'm not. Then it's like, what if I, and this is back when I had a car. It's like, well, what if I can pick you up? Well, what if I buy your lunch? You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, shit, okay. You know what I mean? Like, because like, he would like take away my my reasoning for saying no. But the thing is, I don't need a reason to say no. No, you don't. You it know? just makes me like, you know how Sean Rhymes has her book, like the, it was the called year The yes. Year of Yes. I want to just like make a book called The Power of No. Mm. I'm just learning how to just say no to people and sticking to it and not being swayed and not being, not being guilt tripped into changing your mind or, right. or flexing on what you said. Just saying no and standing firm. Because mm, no is a complete sentence. No is a complete sentence. Mm. Like. I don't need to follow it up. I don't. It I don't need to give you an explanation. Like, I don't need to be like, no, because like, oh, yeah. I really got to take my dog. Or like, no. Not no comma, I, no period. No. <laughs> but maybe next time or maybe tomorrow. Just no. Just straight up no. Yeah. And, uh it's so hard because I feel like <laughs> there are so many situations where I want to just, just be like, no. Yeah. But I talk myself out of it. Like if my friend's like, oh, do you want to go see this show or do you want to go and do this thing? And in my mind, immediately I'm like, girl, you know you don't want to do that. But I'm always like, maybe. Like, <laughs> let's talk about it. Like, text me the details. <laughs> I'll let you know where I'm at yeah, later like, today. Yeah, I guess. And we'll see. <laughs> so, I, no, I, no, no, no. So, okay, here's a challenge. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge all the listeners here. So for this next week, as we uh before we record the next episode i'm gonna challenge you to say no period no no commas just no period Mm -hmm. to something at least once a day as long as like you don't you don't right as long as you actually really don't want to do that thing (laughs) don't say no if you want to do it but (laughs) if you if you know immediately if someone's asking you to do something and you know you don't want to don't give them a filler don't give them an excuse don't try and say maybe we'll talk about it just say no stand on that and see how you feel. I'm okay. nervous. I'm only thing I'm thinking about is like, what if they're like, why not? Because I don't want to. And that's the answer. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, oh, I, don't, I, I just that's not aligned with what I want to do. <laughs> that goes against my moral. <laughs> it's not in alignment principle. with what I'm trying to do today. Yeah. It's not in that doesn't align. That doesn't align with my goals <laughs> for today. <laughs> what are your goals for today? My goals for today are to sit and do nothing. And you're trying to go and make me do something. You see how those don't align? <laughs> you see how those are opposites? <laughs> right. Help a bitch align. Okay. Thank right. you. 
<laughs> but also, how dare you ask me why? What do you mean why? Right. I said no because I meant no. Because no. Because no. <laughs> I don't have to give you a reason. <laughs> I, d- I don't have to give you a reason. Right. Will you watch my dog? No. Why not? <laughs> I'm sorry. You asked me for a favor and I said no. Uh-uh. Get somebody else to do it. <laughs> get somebody else. Like, what are, we, what, are you t- what are you really talking about? You better hire somebody. I got an app you can use. <laughs> I hope. I hope that... <laughs> Your sister does ask you for money, so you can just. Oh my say god! No. Oh my god! Oh. The thought of doing that is stressful. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I'm not even gonna lie about it. Because like, imagine that she's like, "Oh my god, can I borrow three dollars? Like, I need. I'm short on gas. I'm just like, no. <laughs> That's horrible. Like, <laughs> no." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that just really sounds horrible yeah but it's not it's not it's not horrible we are reframing we're reframing we're reshaping we're we're rebuilding reconstruction you know what's it called renovations mm-hmm. you can even say no thank you if you want to soften it yeah you no can just say you. no thank you <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> no, can I? Borrow you? I didn't ask no, if you need you. to borrow. No, thank you. Oh no, thank, thank you. You. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the thank you softens it. I think. I think the thank you really does soften it because you're just like, oh, thanks for asking, but no. Right. <laughs> thank you though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we've got a goal for the week, guys. Yes, we've got a goal. I can't wait to hear what you say no to. I'm going to be like, okay, Sam, so what'd you say no to? Yeah. You're going to tell me. Yeah. And we're going to see how it goes. We are. Do we think people are going to get mad? Do you think, do you think people are going to get upset when you start trying to set boundaries? Um, Or do you think they'll respect it? Or even, do you think they'll be upset at first and eventually respect it? I think, I think it depends on the person. I think some people are going to respect it. Some people are going to be upset. Um, But I think who, no matter who's upset, I think they're going to eventually come around you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and yeah and I don't know I really like this no thing because I'm thinking about like the specific example that I use um is that one thing I think that really bothers me the most is that I don't like people's entitlement to me Mm -hmm. I don't like people thinking they always have a right of access to me Mm -hmm. that's why I don't like when people FaceTime me out the blue you know what I mean because it's like do not show up to my phone unannounced you know what I mean like don't do it don't don't mm-mm. I don't know I just don't I don't know I don't like people feeling like they always have the right to have access to me because you don't the only person who has the right to have access to me 24 7 seven days a week 365 is me mm-hmm. that's it that's the end of the list everybody else you have access to me when I allow you to yeah you know and that is a boundary that I'm working on hey that's a nice boundary too that's like I like that <laughs> that's a word right there put on a shirt <laughs> right right merch alert no um <laughs> i like that though I, I i i like that boundary and i like this challenge i'm nervous about it um for sure i'm kind of yeah. hoping my sister doesn't ask me for any money so i don't have to be like no thank you <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but no oh i'd love to but no yeah well, let me know. And even you go, you know, you and you guys, if you know, if if you fail, try not to. But if you do, 
you know. It's okay. It's okay. We're not here to judge you. We're just trying to help. Right. Exactly. And if you have any funny stories, you can always send them to us at adultingunscripted at gmail.com. Yeah. And we'll feature it on our show on the next episode. Yeah, that would be fun. So send in your no stories. Tell us what you said no to. Tell us how the people reacted. Tell us how you felt afterwards. Yes. We'd love to hear it. We would, indeed. Okay. Well, I feel like we're in a good place. How do you feel? I feel good. Okay. Well, I guess we are done here for the day. But... All right. Well, guys, thanks, as always, for tuning in to another episode of Adulting Unscripted. Thank you guys so much. We're actually about to wrap this season up. Yeah, I, I know. Just maybe a couple more episodes and yeah. we'll be done. So, you guys, thanks for so much for being along for the ride. It's yes. Been, it's been a journey that we didn't realize has been as long as it has been. I know. This time has really, really flown by. And I think we're still on the journey to a thousand, uh, thousand downloads. So you guys, download, download, tell your friends. Download, 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 tell your friends to download. Um, yeah. So I guess if we're done here, um, thanks again. Um, I'm your boy Sam. And I'm your girl Lady Q. And we out. Peace.